Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And if a man has murdered his wife under mysterious circumstances, all that's found at the scene of the crime is some scissors, an ice cube, and some shattered lipstick all smeared around, then why am I still looking for meaning in this void of a world? (laughs) I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, I have got something new and interesting for you. Oh, new and interesting. All right, cool. Uh, we're done with anime. <laughs> we're, we've moved on, you know. Yeah, no, that's it. It's, all, it's old news now. Yeah, no. The, sh- the anime train has left the station. <laughs> anime Out of Context is no more. We're shifting gears. It'll still be called Anime Out of Context. But well, we- let me let me ask you, Sean. Yeah. Um, if we were to jump on something. Yeah. Very trendy. Yep. You know, just what what kind of name name one trendy topic that we could do a pod? Just any <laughs> any trend. any trendy topic, Sean. Any Anything tr- that topic. is currently trendy that isn't anime, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something anything that is trendy in pop culture right now, Sean. Uh, what what would that be? Just one thing for me. Uh. I think Michael Howie does that so silly. What the fuck came out of my mouth just there? Taylor Swift has a new album, I think. You know what? You you're right. You are right. You I will give you a pass. I, I'll let you have it. Okay, thank God. Because the only reason I know that is because I follow some podcasters who are t- Taylor Swift fans. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'll I'll give you that. Can you emphasize? Uh, some and any of the reasons why uh, Taylor has been in the news lately? Uh, Beyond just an album releasing, anything didn't notable she, or special? Um, uh, I, th- I think the album release like had like redone versions of her songs, and one of the songs was like a particularly uh like tell-all type song about one of her uh, past relationships, and uh, uh, was basically like a uh, hey, uh, fuck this guy, am I right? Turns out Sean has just been a, a Swifty all along. All right. Uh, Is that what so, they're called? Uh, <laughs> so moving on from Swift out of context. Swift uh, out of context. <laughs> now that we've if Taylor Swift the... does want to come on the podcast, we'd be happy to have her though. Uh, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, uh, we're talking about anime again, Rem. Yeah, no. Uh, I but it is a new anime, so new in fact that it's new this season. Um, okay, all right. And uh, I've been listening to your complaints. You've been ha- you've been uh, feeling a little lackluster lately. We've had quite a few bad ones uh, and some uh, mediocre ones uh, lately. And I figured, you know what? He's kind of right. I should try and remedy that a little bit. So I have picked something uh, of a genre that we haven't really touched on in a, well, quite frankly, a decently long time. Uh, okay. And that is of a... I'm going to call it a cute fantasy slice of life. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, we we almost never do fantasy or slice of life. Ah, but this Wait, one is it, is it an isekai? Uh no. No, it's oh, proper okay. fantasy. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, no, proper fantasy uh with uh just the cute element. I wanted to emphasize the cute. Rem, you like cute things? I I do like cute things. All right, tell me more about this cute thing. Uh well, unfortunately, the cute thing is not an animal. Uh, All right. Well, I've, that loses about eighty percent of my interest. But continue. <laughs> uh, the uh, cute thing is uh, the main character, uh, because uh, today, Remington, we're going to be watching a little anime called uh, Osama Ranking. K. Uh, why the forceful K? You know, I just have a troubled history with ranking anything, but that—that's my own personal baggage. <laughs> <laughs> really, Rem? Why, why do you have such issues with ranking things? You know, long-term listeners are familiar, and short-term listeners don't need that thrust upon them. <laughs> <laughs> New listeners don't don't need that to add on to it. Uh, well, don't worry, Rem, because you're not the one that's going to be ranking this show. Uh, the show itself cool. is. Uh, because Osama Ranking is a uh, pretty simple title. It essentially is a ranking of kings, or king's ranking is the title of the show. And uh, this lovely little show is about our main character, whose name is uh, uh, Boji. Good old Boji. And Boji uh, is a prince. Uh, he is I thought a. It, what the fuck? It's not a king. This is bullshit. Well, not yet. I mean, <laughs> hey, Rem. Spoiler alert. Uh, but in order to be a king, you first be a prince. Usually. Is he gonna kill his dad? <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like. Dad, you don't understand. The title of the show is King's Ranking, so... So, like, ooh, bad news. And we are in an anime, so... <laughs> so for, like, every reason, Dad, you gotta... Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want it to be this way. And, uh, look, you know, it's not me, it's you. It's, uh... <laughs> it's just the way these things have to go. Uh, but no, it, uh, it stars, uh, Prince Boji, and, uh, he is, uh, deaf and cannot speak. Okay. And uh, he is kind of uh, known for being, he's kind of considered the useless prince because uh, he's kind of, uh, I wouldn't say stupid. I would say, you know, uh, a little on the naive and a little on the lighthearted side, you know, but he can't really hear or speak. So he views the world in a different way. And uh, while he may not be the most uh, like physically strong young lad, uh, he... Uh, def- has, like, one of those big, good hearts in him. Okay, all right. And uh, one day, he has an encounter with a, a a strange shadow creature. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's where I thought this was going. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a cute, adorable show. And then a shadow creature comes, a creature from the nightmare realm. <laughs> when do you see what this shadow creature looks like? Whose name is uh, Kage, by the way, uh, which is literally Shadow. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, you'll understand the true depths of hell that he has sprouted from, I'm sure. Uh, he, uh, rather than being terrified of the strange shadow creature, he's like, hey, look, it's a friend. And does. Probably, all right. So, standard, like, D&D party nonsense where it's like, here's a terrible beast. And you're like, all right, um, I would like to roll for animal handling <laughs> and see if it can be my best friend in the world. <laughs> exactly. It's like running into the random goblin in the tavern that's just called Boblin the Goblin. And you're like, ah, yes, this is the one we're keeping alive and staking with us. Uh, 
cute little comic series, by the way, Boblin the Goblin. Uh, and it is, uh, like, he he's so, like, innocent and pure of heart that rather than being terrified of this little creature, he, it's his, he wants to make it his friend. Uh, and essentially, after this chance encounter, uh, it's the story of our, our little friend's adventure to become a uh, very well-respected and uh, beloved uh, king in his own right. And step one, he gotta become a king, so little Shadow Friend is gonna help him plot a, a, a murder. A grisly, grisly murder. Good old slice of life political assassination, you know? I don't think there's enough political intrigue and murder in slice of life moe bullshit. Exactly. I feel like adorable little children who befriend shadows should, you know, kill their dads more regularly. I, I it's just how it goes. I, I just feel like... You heard it here first, kids. Uh, if a shadow creature tells you to kill your parents, Sean thinks, go for it. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold that on. is a Sean Rollins approved no, quote. No, hey, right uh, hold on. I don't think we can say that, Rem. If the voices from the darkness tell you to kill your parents, go for it, kiddos. No, Sean no. Sean Rollins, 1D1D1. Oh, God. Oh, this is why we have a disclaimer. Thank Christ we have a disclaimer. I love you, Dylan, so much for your deep, dulcet tones that tell us that we're not experts and you shouldn't listen to us ever. I don't know, Sean. I think I'm teaming with the shadow creatures over here. Oh, uh, but honestly, Rev, this is just kind of a very cute... Brought to you by... Meow, meow, fuzzy face. That's gonna have to get cut out. That is uh, definitely gonna that's have just to get for, cut. That's just for you, Sean. That's that, just, one, that one's for you. That, yeah, oof. That, that hurt me deep inside, Rem. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, and uh, this is just a little cute show about uh, about a little Prince Boji uh, trying to become friends with everybody and conquering his various fears so that he can be a well-respected king. All right, I mean, sounds pretty straightforward. Sounds like it has potential mm -hmm. to be adorable. Hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those shows, Rem, that's not really like hard to explain like it's really straightforward it's, it's not a, a complex show no 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 it's not one that like i'm gonna be pouring over the symbolism and deeper theme yeah no it's not odd taxi it is not odd taxi. <laughs> yeah this is a cute show about a cute boy and a weird shadow creature uh doing like friendship things which you know it's gonna be nice because we have been in like edgy boy purgatory for like two months we're not everything we've done has been total edgelord nonsense but like i don't know six or seven out of the past eight things i think have been edgelord shit i mean it's the leftover hangover from halloween man you know i can't <laughs> get rid of that. all right all right cool all right well let's let's boji it up <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a verb ram let's get big bougie and boji baby fuck if we titled episodes after like lines we said in the series in the show itself, that would be the title of the episode. Bougie and Boji. <laughs> that, that. Coming soon to Fox 13. Anyway, uh, let's go into it. Let's go watch some Osama ranking. Previously. Sure, all right. I I'll solve a murder. Why not? Up next. What the fuck was this show? <laughs> Boji is a nasty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Now, back to the show. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching five whole episodes of Ranking of Kings. And Remington wasn't exactly dishonest with you about what we were going to watch. Just happened to be a little bit of genocide here and there. That's all. Just a touch. What the fuck was this show? <laughs> you know, Sean. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, in, like, especially I think middle school is the peak for this. There were a handful of, like, significant fantasy books that I read, uh -huh. right? Um, none of which I recall anything about now, to be clear. Right. Um, and, and so often it, while reading those, like, some stuff was cool, but there was just, like, a whole lot going on at any given time. And it was difficult to, like, keep track of. And you could definitely tell... That it was very much in the genre of fantasy rather than for any type of, like, broader audience, right? Mm -hmm. It was the fantasy that you're going and you're like, hey, just give me fantasy. Choose a random one. Like, that kind of book, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that doesn't mean any of them were bad. It just means that they throw everything at you uh, and you're like, all right, yep, this is fantasy, baby. Um, but after finishing those books... I would hard, as I am unable to now, I wouldn't be able to, like, remember too much of them. I would just move on to the next thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel similarly in that I just had such a barrage of shit <laughs> hit me. Like, for, for those listening, if you've not seen Ranking of Kings, oh, you're fucked. You're going to be real confused by the end of this episode. Strap in. <laughs> Probably because you were confused. And you're the one who's actually seen the episodes, yeah. Yeah, there's a, a lot. Yeah, that's why I made you watch five whole episodes of it, because I was like, hmm, how confused can I make him for the second half of this episode? The answer, apparently, is quite a bit. Yeah, yes. All right, let's, let's start with episode one. Um, The most normal episode. Oh, easily. Easily the most normal episode. Um, so episode one, we start, as, as you mentioned... Uh, Boji, he's running around. He meets a shadowy eye monster uh, that mugs him. He freely gives all his clothes away. And it's like, hey, bring me back more clothes. So he just keeps returning with more clothes, r more fancy clothes yeah. to give the shadowy eye monster. And yeah, he's a nice kid, you know? Yeah, he's like, he's like friendship. Someone's paying attention to me and understands me. Um, and he's mocked by kids in the village for constantly just being... In his underpants, right? Mm -hmm. He gets a lecture uh, from from the queen, uh, just being like, "Hey, this isn't how you should be handling yourself. Um, you need to start taking your training more seriously." Um, and it turns out he's crying because he's he's not just always happy. In fact, he's cripplingly sad. He just puts on a mask. He just puts on a facade of happiness all the time, um, which. You'd think would be a major theme. It's for some reason just not. It's like a thing. It's a thing. But not that they care much about. Um, which is weird. It's, it feels like it should be more important. Mm -hmm. That the kid is like hyper aware. And everyone like treats him as if he isn't. And thus treats him just like absolute shit. And he still like has a smile on his face. And seems just oblivious and happy. But like he's not. And he's actually super distraught about it. Mm -hmm. This is the only time it's been brought up in the five episodes. This is the only moment. Well, I mean, he's a pretty, uh, like, 
uh, shonen happy protagonist type of kid normally anyways, but, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but as we're led to believe, like, that's... What he's displaying isn't always true. It's real weird. It's a weird choice, and you'll have me repeating that again. Um, so he ends up, uh, uh, he, he has to go visit the king. Um, Shadow, meanwhile, I, does the Shadow get a name? I can't recall. Uh, yeah, it's Kage. Kage. All right, Kage meets Bebin, the snake handler swordsman, um, who is like, you're part of the Shadow clan. You gotta go. Um, and, and so the, the Kage, he tries to run. Um, Boji, he visits the sickly king. Who's a giant, by the way. Boji, very small. His his dad, literal giant. Um, not figuratively, in a literal sense. He is a giant. Uh, we get some backstory on uh, the king and how he kicked some orc cord ass. Uh, but now he's coughing blood. He's on his deathbed. Uh, a, a new king will have to be chosen soon. And it's almost, it's going to be Boji. And he's like, hey, Boji, you've got this. I love you. Um, Kage is... Uh, tries to attack it and then just disappears uh, versus Bebin, the, the snake handler. Um, meanwhile, we get to sword training with uh, with Boji, right? And Boji, he's, he's not doing great. Um, but then Dieta, uh, Boji's brother, and who uh, most people think is the far more competent brother and more deserving to be king, right? Mm -hmm. Shows up and is like, hey, D Domas? Yeah, Domas. Domas, like, like, like Tomas, but Domas. Yeah. All right. Um, who's, like, the best swordsman in the world ever. Mm. Um, who's trying to train Boji. Uh, Daira, he's, he's arrogant, so he's like, hey, Domas, bring it, bitch. And Daira is, is, is very talented, so it's like, all right, let's see. Uh, Domas wins, uh, but he's like, oh my god, this kid, that's a good match right there. God damn. Um, but then, uh, Boji sees to what's going on, and, and Boji, like, maybe a moment of insecurity, he challenges Daira. Um... So, so little Boji versus Dieta and, uh, and Boji, we, we get a flashback that Boji had something with snakes. And as it turns out, he dodged a bunch of snakes effortless, effortlessly. Um, and he dodges all of Dieta's attacks, uh, just dodging seamlessly. In the end of the episode, he ends up, uh, hitting Dieta rather gently in the head. Um, yeah, <laughs> just the boy ain't made for swinging swords, really. No, he's meant for avoiding damage. So yeah, he just hits him and that's the end. Um, all right, so quite a bit. Once again, I want to reiterate, that's most normal. That, that the, the least amount that I'll have to explain is in episode one. The least amount. And it was still a good five minutes of explaining. <laughs> Which is what you want in an episode one. So there's a lot. <laughs> uh, so episode two... The Shadow Clan, which is the little eyeball shadow monsters, we get back the story on them being massacred. Like, quite... Like, if these were human-shaped things, this would be, like... <laughs> it's really fucked up. It's, it'd be one of the and, most gruesome sights we've seen in a while, and we watched Castlevania recently. <laughs> yeah, Kage and its mother are trying to run away. Kage, little baby Kage, has a little toy. Um, little wooden toy. Mm. Uh, the son... Eventually, the mom is like, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta go. You, I'll take care of them." And Kage is like, "Okay," and he he runs away. Um, and then the mom is like brutally fucked over and murdered. Uh, but Kage is found before he's found by a patrol. He's found by a a princess. 
Yes, a, prince, a young princess, princess girl of the, of the kingdom that the uh, Shadow Clan uh, served before. The There's a raid. lot of yeah. different royal dominions. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, it's called so ranking princess... of kings, mate, not ranking of you know <laughs> random uh, oh, other bits. <laughs> you gotta have a lot of kings so if you're gonna rank. The them. young princess and her her like advisor or whatever the fuck. They find Kage and hide Kage into her toy, and the patrol goes and uh, continues on. Doesn't kill Kage, but Kage does, like, see his dead mom, which is pretty fucked. Um, Then Kage, he goes into town, right? New town. Um, He's gradually starving to death, and he's like, all right. So he trades his his one and only remnant from, uh, from his mother, his dead mother. The little little toy horse. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to trade that for food, but instead he just receives a beating and loses the toy. Um, but he's fed rotten scraps. Is it from a good Samaritan? No, it's by this big asshole thief. And he has Kage clean the dishes for him before using Kage to do some thieving. Um, but then he's one day he's drunk and he sees... That there's a bounty on the shadow's head, so he turns in Kage, uh, but and Kage narrowly escapes, and Kage tries to return back, and the thief is like, "Nah, get the fuck out of here! You, you're useless to me now." Um, and then when we we know Kage becomes a thief himself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't see that transition. It's just sort of like it happens. It, it's just like a pseudo. Like, he's not a thief, he's not a thief, he's not a thief, he's now a thief. And it, it, it's real, it's some weird storytelling. It's, like, <laughs> we don't see how he got to now. Rather, we see how he got to a certain point, And then, by the way, he got to the way we know him now. It's, <laughs> like, normally how this works, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're at the final stage. We'll call it stage 10, right? And maybe we we meet them at, at 10 and we're like, oh, wow. And then we see an ep- a sort of episode that fills in one through nine. And we're like, oh. And then it links up one through nine. And then he, th- this is how they got to 10. And you're like, oh, okay. And instead, it was like this showed us one through six and was like, yeah, one through six, 10. It's like, oh, I feel like there's some stuff missing here. I feel like it's not all adding up. But that's fine. Anyway, then we come back to the story as it is now uh, with Boji. Um, so uh, Boji doing the fight and he he's dodging effortlessly, occasionally softly hitting Dieta. Uh, and Dieta is getting frustrated. But everybody is like, nah, this is cowardly. Because, you know, when I saw Muhammad Ali uh, floating like a butterfly... I was like, nah, what a bitch maneuver. Just get hit in the face, bud. I gotta say, it's quite uh, something watching you try to reach for a sports reference, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this one actually works, though. It does work. It does work. I'm not saying that it doesn't. It's just, it's very much felt like you were like, uh, sports. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going into anything that's beyond the, the like, super mainstream. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> It's like, like you're speaking like you have some understanding of, like, Muhammad Ali and, like, his history. Uh, but all you really know was he was good at not getting hit. I, I know more about his his uh, political and ideological history than I do his sports history, to give an idea. Yeah, ditto. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just so weird that they're like, 
it's cowardly to dodge. And so Doas is like, hey, don't dodge, Boji. So Boji gets his ass kicked. Um, uh, and and Daida's declared the winner. Um, Daida also sees the dark shadow in the mirror, which we'll learn about later. Anyway, uh, Boji's super injured. And one thing I was mentioned is he can't even lift a short sword. So he tries to lift a short sword, but he still can't really do it because he's very small and weak. Uh, but then the, the Kage little shadow is like, hey, you and me, um, I got your back from this point forward, all right? It's like, cool. And that's episode two! Yeah. There's just so much going on. <laughs> I'll make that. Also, there's the weird bit, like, in the backstory of Kage and the Shadow Clan, where Kage's talking to his mom, and she's like, yeah, we're all, uh, amazing assassins. And he's like... But why? And she's like, I guess it's just because, like, we're shadows, so it's like we're good at it, I guess. Don't worry about it. And it's a really weird... <laughs> it's a, just another weird moment. Oh, God. What the fuck is this show? I mean, it's a cutesy little uh, story about a boy who wants to be king. And they're it, just it's, it's like... There just happens like, to be a lot of genocide. When, when you... When you read a thing of fairy tales, or like... Or even better, like, folk tales, right? Old folk tales. And, and a lot of times you're like, yeah, sure. But then there's a lot of things where you're like, what? That's a we that's a weird. And like, sometimes you get the logic. Sometimes you just don't. And you're like, oh, all right, that's a real weird bit. And the show is just full of that kind of thing. Where it's like, yeah, all right, I understand. I understand. What? <laughs> Pardon? Uh, anyway, episode three, Boji is healed by someone. Uh, and Kage is caught by snake charmer dude, Bebin. Um, the, the king has died and declares in his will that Boji shall be the new king. Also, as the king dies, a devil emerges, laughs, and disappears. That, I don't think, has been brought up again. You gotta I give these things think, time, man. I, I do not think <laughs> that the giant devil that appeared to everybody right after the king died and laughed I, and then disappears into nothing. I don't think that's been brought up or addressed. <laughs> it was like Bo it was shown Boji remembered it. Like when he was thinking about things, it was one of the things he thought about. We didn't see any specific thoughts about it, but it was just like he remembered it happened. <laughs> what the fuck is this show? Look, Rem, you gotta understand these things take time to set up. <laughs> Giant devils yeah. coming out of corpses. That's a very important plot point that I'm sure they're going to get into later on. But they set up and then they're just like, ah, don't worry about it for now. And you're like, what? I would really, I'm worried about it right now. It's taking a lot of my, my attention look, right now. Look. And the, every moment that it goes unaddressed, it's just sitting there in the back of my mind. Like, why is no one talking about it? Look, you know, sometimes addressing the elephant or I suppose the devil in the room is not always what you want to do in a storytelling scenario. Sometimes you got to leave things up to interpretation, Rem. <laughs> uh, so then uh, they they have to do a, a kingly announcement in front of everybody and they're like, the new king. And we know that in the will it was Boji, but they're like, the new king is Daida. And Boji's like, what? And we see that the queen... Uh, who is Daida's mother, but not Boji's mother, and thinks Daida uh, sh should be the king. Uh, she went and she vetoed the will, um, and a vote was held among the advisors. 
and it was 5-2 in favor of Dieta. So Dieta is the new king. Um, and Boji, he, he's, uh, just feels so betrayed. Meanwhile, Kage, he's in, uh, in the dungeon, but he cuts himself, uh, to get out. He's, like, on a hook, and he just cuts out a part of his body to escape. Uh, but he's immediately caught again, uh, and, and Bevan's like, listen here, you motherfucker. Um, he, then we, we cut to a scene where Bevan goes to Boji, uh, because Kage told him that, like, Kage just wanted to protect Boji or whatever. And Bebin is like, hey, Boji, uh, he draws the shadow monster and is like, you know what this is? And Boji's like, hell yeah, man. And he's like, all right, well, you're not going to see it ever again. Just a heads up. Um, they went on a journey. And Boji's like traumatized. I mean, wouldn't you be if the only person you've ever uh, talked to and understood was just suddenly gone? <laughs> so Boji, uh, he goes and looks for uh, Kage. Um, and he at one point he visits uh, a giant three-headed snake where it's sort of like a mix between a basilisk and a hydra it has one head cut off um but it hasn't repaired itself like a hydra it's just one head gone so it has two heads and one just stem i mean um, you could just call it a three-headed snake mate <laughs> i guess uh so the so this little triple snake well this giant triple snake yeah is like ah sorry boji can't tell you what's going on because even though i'm obviously indebted to you uh you know as i am I'm also indebted to Bebin, but, you know, you're great, and we all love you. Um, which is, you know, just nice, weird scene. Um, uh, Dida, meanwhile, at this time, he orders dissenters to be killed. Um, specifically, like, the people who voted against, uh, against his kingship. Um, which, like, ruthless, but also, when it comes to kingship, like, sometimes necessary. Um, real fucked. Kingship, not a great political system you know for a lot of reasons i mean yeah no we we have game of, uh, i've seen game of thrones i know how it goes yeah and so the snake man he attacks spearman apius uh I, I think that's his name i don't know that's how i have it written down so i'm gonna trust it uh yep. and he he attacks apius but he ends up getting uh stabbed himself just by the wood of the the spear um but then he's taken into the dirt um we <laughs> are not. It, uh, that yeah. is not that. That's not addressed or explained yet either. Oh, he's these, just ta- these, these he's take stabbed. Time. He falls down and he's taken into the dirt. And we've also yet to see Apius again. And wait, no, we've briefly seen Apius, but it still doesn't make sense how we got from point A to point B. Uh, anyway, uh, Boji he wants to adventure, right? Uh, but the queen is like, no, you can't adventure, Boji. It's too dangerous for you. Which, like, yes. Uh, so Boji's like, I'm gonna escape. So he tries to climb out the window, but he's in a tower. And so he he makes this shitty little blanket rope, uh, but it's not nearly long enough. Uh, he's caught by the queen, but eventually he falls. And the queen tries to, like, jump after him, which is the first moment that we see that the queen gives any amount of shits for Boji. Um, Boji lands on his backpack, and he's hurt, but fine. Um, the queen runs down. And she has some ultra healing magic. She was the one who healed Boji earlier. Um, and she, like, breaks out of her dress for some reason. Look, you gotta have an anime power-up where <laughs> part of your clothes explode off. It's the manly thing to do. She breaks out of her dress and uses all of her power to heal Boji. And we we see some uh, backstory about when she entered the king's life and Boji was already there. Um, and... She tried to f- become friends with Boji, and then she did, and Boji and her were close until 
the new child was born and then she had to be more queenly and take care of the new baby and blah 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 and then she became what is presented most of the time as an uber bitch a Cersei, uh, if you it, will it, it's a real weird presentation all around um we also see that in this flashback an injured tiny triple snake uh shows up and at one point bites boji little boji but uh, the, the queen, like, kicks it, and Boji's like, no, I let it keep biting me. <laughs> That's <laughs> so not she, the implication, so, Ram. So, He's not so into she, having a snake bite him. He loves it. He's all into it. He's not a nasty boy, so, Ram. He's not a he's nasty a, snake bite Boji, boy. It, look, Boji is a nasty boy. <laughs> 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 he may look you, but as we've seen, it's a mask. It's a mask. Don't don't believe his naive innocence, all right? He's a nasty boy. He hides his um, nastiness and- through his uh, <laughs> innocence and, you know, his love of all living things. So uh, he's like, no, I want it to bite me. And the mom's like, okay. <laughs> so she goes and heals the snake, which is apparently, like, I guess that's why the snake is indebted to Boji and is then Boji's best friend from that point forward, despite... Biting him before and him doing nothing related, like, it was the mom who healed the snake. Oh, yeah, but clearly the snake was intelligent enough to realize that it was at the behest of Boji that it happened in the first place. Like, that's that's the implication there. It, I guess, but also, he, the reason he got kicked in the first place was because of Boji. Like, I don't know, man. No, no, it's... no. He got kicked because he bit Boji, and then the queen saw it yeah. and like, I don't think that's Boji's fault. I mean, you know. If anything, it's, it's weird... your fault for biting the boy, Snake. It's just all weird. It's all weird. So I guess that's why the snake that has grown into a basilisk is indebted to Boji. I don't know, man. Anyway, um, she heals up Boji again, and then she's exhausted. We cut to a bit later where she's like, all right, you can go on an adventure, but you're bringing Domas and this one other dude, uh... Uh, who fuck knows? Hokuro. Uh, Hokuro. Hokuro and Domas, bring them with you. Hokuro, he's he's just like, he, he's a peon. He's he's around. He, he's a, a guard. He knows sign language, though. That's what the important He's a guard is. who knows sign language. Yeah. Um, and then as they go off, the queen is like, oh, I have a terrible feeling that I'll never see my boys again. Uh, and that's episode three! <laughs> oh, right. That's only episode three. Holy shit. <laughs> All of that. All of that. I just want to remind you guys, the episode started with the devil emerging. That was the beginning of episode three, guys. That was the beginning of that episode. Well, yeah, you know, it's just a Chekhov's devil situation. By the end of the story, the devil will really pop off. It's a packed episode. (laughs) All right. uh, Two more episodes to go. Quite a bit. Uh, Episode four. We get uh, some brief exposition on Domas, the sword master. um, And... Uh, we see that Daida, uh, that his ref- his evil reflection has already given the order to assassinate Boji. Um, I don't know how the mirror gives orders, but it does. It, we don't know everything. It's an evil mirror. We know that. Yeah, it's turning the boy uh, into meanwhile, Joffrey, you know? Yeah, meanwhile, the, the ranker of kings has shown up. He just is a literal clown. He shows up, he's a literal clown. And he's like, time to rank the king. Which you'd think, like, the best time to rank a king would be, like, after. like He's had a chance he, like, to do that, stuff. Yeah, so he'd be, if anything, he should be ranking the king that just died. But no, you get ranked the first day on the job. Um, which, 
yeah, questionable system, but all right. And it's mostly just on fighting prowess. So it shows up and it's like, all right, fight these things. This is your rank, I guess. It's not very well explained. Um, but he, he immediately loses to a big golem and he's, he's told like, uh, it'll probably end up putting him in the like 90s or, or so of rank. He's just not getting a good rank. Uh, Boji on his adventure immediately gets distracted by a puppet show, takes a nap and gets his bag stolen. Um, that's, that's the first thing he does. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, maybe, I don't know, man. Maybe it's right to not want him as a king. Like, maybe that's reasonable is all I'm saying. Um, all right. So now, so they, they immediately find the bag and everything is in it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and they go on an adventure. We get a brief montage before Boji gets distracted by a butterfly and falls into a spike trap. Oh, that was a that was a short story. I'm glad that it ended. And then he fucking dies. Yeah. <laughs> no, he he lives uh, because his thing is that he, he's he's lucky or he dodges or he always survives. Uh, I don't know exactly what his thing is, but it's something like that, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I don't know how on a scale of one to ten how magical it is. Not sure yet. Uh, but he survives the pit and he w wanders around the corner and there's this forest king dressed like bigfoot who's like ah come and join me and he he stays the entire evening with the forest king and eventually has dinner with the forest king domas and and hokura are just looking for boji they got no fucking clue and i'm pretty um, confident of them to lose a whole ass prince in such a short amount of time but into the night having dinner with the forest king where we see a what i'm going to describe as a spirit vacuum sucking up the spirits of the dead pig that they're feasting on and and all the dead animals i guess and spewing out more animals into the forest and this is how animals are born um and the forest king is like ah yes time to do the dance of reconciliation so they do what i'm gonna call bad ballet together boji and the forest king and then the Forest King is like, ah, but what if you are my next sacrifice? So Boji runs and the Forest King does not follow. And Boji immediately finds his companions and they leave. Um, now, let me tell you, the the weirdest part about the, all of that yeah. is that I basically described it in real time. That's all. That's how long it took. Just very brief. Just a few minutes for all of that. <laughs> Well, you know, it, what was the kids point? these days don't, don't have long attention know. spans. You know? I don't know what the fuck is going on, dude. Well, I, I, you just explained it, man. I feel like everybody could understand <laughs> that. I feel like that's the way stories All right, go. now I want you all to forget about the forest king. <laughs> <laughs> I want you all to forget about everything I just said because it's just no longer relevant. <laughs> just remove it. Re don't worry about the giant spirit vacuum shadow thing. Don't think about the dance of reconciliation. Don't worry don't... about the trickle-down reincarnation. Yeah, and don't worry about Boji, for some reason, staying the entire evening when his close confidants were out there looking for him. Don't worry about any of that. He meets up with them. Uh, they have an uneventful next day, and the next night, they're sort of in a deserty locale, um, and Boji is ready to eat before a couple of kunai come and spear the meat out of his hands. Uh, and the meat is taken by some foxes. Um, and 
Domas is like, these are Bebbins Kunai, the snake handler. He's like, where are you, you son of a bitch? Um, but, uh, but Bebbin is nowhere to be seen. As it turned out, the meat was poisoned and it kills the foxes. They are dead now. Um, so the Kunai actually saved Boji. Uh, then they're like, hey, by the way, the next town we're going to be in, it's, it, you know what's special about it? Yeah, it contains a hole down to hell, right? It contains the literal gates of hell in a very literal fashion, I want to be clear. Oh, I mean, um, you saw like, a devil earlier. Oh, yeah, cool. And so they go there, and it's like, and Doma's like, hey, uh, Hokuro, uh, go find us a place to sleep for the night. It's like, cool. It's like, Boji, let's go look at the giant pit to hell that... Like a geyser, but with fire, it'll occasionally just flame up and it's gigantic. And then Dawes is like, oh man, that's pretty wild. And he yeets Boji into the into hell. Um, <laughs> and that's where and the, the story queen, ends. And the queen feels like a disturbance in the force. And Daida, Daida is having a dream. And he's having a dream that his mom is, is like, here's Pandora's box, don't open it. But then the mirror is like, open it, bitch. Uh, and... He, he opens it, and inside is all the evils in the world, because it's Pandora's box. But then hope, and hope is Boji. And Boji is fighting off all of the darkness and evil in the world. And then he he, he, he wakes up, and the mirror is like, it's time for us to go to the king's crypt. And so he does. And that's episode four. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... I have questions about the pacing <laughs> of the show. Because it's just nonstop. It is just torrential in the amount of shit happening. And also, mo a lot of it, I'm like, oh, this, this might be interesting, but I don't know if it means anything or how relevant it is. And then it's gone. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, a lot of thought has been put into all of these elements. But it doesn't seem like a lot of thought has been th placed into, like, piecing them together. Mm. It's a lot of cool shit, but the stitches are very obvious in putting them together. <laughs> like, But you still have one more it, episode left to talk about, right? Surely, surely uh, it all comes together at the, uh, uh, the penultimate halfway point. All right, so, uh, episode five, Boji is nice and safe because his, his, his crossbow uh, from... His bag went off uh, with a, a rope attached, a sort of grappling hook, and it saved him from the fall. And Kage, the shadow, was in the bag because Bebin ordered the shadow to protect Boji on this journey. And so uh, he was the one who got the bag back and the one who threw the kunai uh, at the poisoned meat. Uh, just because, you know, he knew in his little shadowy loins that it was poison. Um, and he's the one who did the hook shot. Um, and, and so... Uh, we, we, we have a little backstory on, like, uh, Daira telling Damas to kill Boji, right? Um, meanwhile, Boji, uh, they, they're, they're traveling down into hell, but then, uh, some cursed gas shows up, and it knocks them out. Uh, and some, some knights from the underworld grab them and bring them in. Um, and the, so I think, like, the king of the underworld or something is, like, Oh man, it's it's the the king. What's his face's son? That's wild. Um, and, and that that's what happens to Boji this episode. Not a lot happens to Boji this episode because a lot of focus is placed on Daira. 
uh, Dieta, uh, he, he's going down into the crypt, right? He meets some fellas. I'm going to call them Reapers because they both have scythes and creepy masks. Um, so just some Reaper bros, right? And they help him in. The the mirror is like, nah, yeah, they're, they're, they're with you. They're here to help you get the power of your father. Um, and they open a giant door and there's a bunch of frozen beasts in this crypt, right? Bunch of beasts that have been frozen for preservation. And of course, the king has was was frozen shortly after he was he he was taken uh, away. Shortly after he died. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So how, all right. Well, number one ingredient that we need we need to take the frozen king and grind him up. Just grind up that frozen <laughs> king and get the juice of his bone marrow. Um. That's step one. <laughs> I'll be honest, Trev, that's just the main reason I wanted you to get to episode five, because I wanted you to see this buck wild batshit scene. So yeah, step one, grind up your frozen father to get his juicy bone marrow. I mean, we chose. Step two. <laughs> step two. Um, there's apparently a bit of a special brew on the mirror's behalf, that th- a special potion that they throw in there as well. Step three Using the sunlight and a billion mirrors, heat up this ball intensely, which has an egg in it that will then hatch into a giant phoenix that they then trap, immediately behead, light on fire, and burn, so that its blood, which is holy, as well as the jewel of resurrection, are then also placed with the bone marrow juice combined with the special potion. All that's mixed together. <laughs> also, at this time, Apius, the spear guy, he's in the crypt too. He's not done anything, but he's around. <laughs> so the mirror is like, all right, drink up. And Diana is like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel like watching... <laughs> Which, like, don't get me wrong, it's a, it is obviously, like, a trap from the mirror to gain power, right? Right. And any power that Diana gains is secondary to that. But, like, <laughs> you couldn't have had this moment earlier? And uh, Mirror's like, come on, do it. And Diana's like, nah. And Mirror's like, listen here, you son of a bitch, we'll make you do it. So the Reaper bros, they try to grab him, but Diana kicks their ass. Um, and he dumps the, the brew of the Phoenix and father brew. Um, and and that's where his part of the story of this episode ends. Um, Domas, meanwhile, he, Domas is, is walking back after having yeeted Boji and thinking he's killed Boji, right? And, uh, Hokaru comes back. He's like, Hey, Domas, where's Boji? And Domas is like, nah, Boji ain't around anymore. Hokaru's like, what the fuck? (laughs) The fuck you just say? And the boss is like, don't worry about it, Boji's gone now. And Hokaru's like, I think I think I need to kill you now. <laughs> and so he, he brings the sword out and he swings. And initially, uh Domas, he he blocks with his sword, but also his hand, and it cuts deep into his hand. Um Domas slashes at Hokaru. Um it's not clear in this episode whether he struck to kill or more like knocked out Hokaru. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not super clear, but, uh, but, uh, Domas decides he's going to finish the job and cuts off the rest of his own hand. Um, as episode five. <laughs> you know, these things happen, Rem, and it's, uh, 
It's a complex thing, storytelling. I don't know what it's going for. <laughs> There's lots of interesting bullshit, but like, I... Let me put it this way. There is no storytelling structure. I There's an interesting story, but there is no structure. That is my stance on this show. Would you like the answer to your question, Ram? <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be immediately clear as soon as I tell you uh, what I'm about to tell you. Sure, sure. Uh, so uh, there are two things I can tell you. One of them uh, plays into your and my personal biases, uh, which is not super great in ethical reviewing, but I'm going to have to tell you because, you know, it's important. Uh, second, like, the first thing that you should know is that uh, the studio that uh, animated this was called a Wit Studio, or Studio Wit, whichever you prefer. Uh, All right. And uh, there's only really one thing you know them from. Is it the Eternal Orb nonsense? No, 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 no. Oh, fuck. No, no, no. That, no, it's a... Uh... <laughs> Get this. It's Attack on Titan. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, same studio. What? Yeah. yeah. Just... That doesn't add up. No, no, no. Uh, A lot of times I'm like, oh yeah, 100%. This one, I'm like, what? But the real thing that'll make uh, perfect sense to you, Rem, is uh, that the source of this uh, show is a web manga. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I decided that the moment the Forest King nonsense happened. The moment the Forest King nonsense happened, I was like, this is a smaller segment of something that they felt the need to put in here. Because there's no way it was placed in here independent of prior material. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that the, the moment that whole episode happened, I, I felt confident it was something down that vein. But yeah, no, it's uh, based off of a web manga. A very simply drawn web manga, actually. Uh... I uh, took the liberty of reading a couple chapters just to see what it was like, and uh, they do leave a couple things out in the uh, anime adaptation, uh, like uh, the background to the snakes attacking uh, him in the beginning as well. Like they, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they they, tra <laughs> they they crammed approximately eight chapters into the very first episode, which yeah. is not a great ratio. Uh, Grant said it's a very simplistic manga. It's very simplistic. I'll uh, like. Uh, one Punch Man or Monster. How can it be but... such a simple manga and such a complex anime? <laughs> I wish I could tell you, man. And also, uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, the art in the anime is far prettier than the manga itself. Uh, because it does seem to be kind of like the... It's trying to be like a One Punch Man or a Mob Psycho in a lot of ways. Because One Punch Man and Mob Psycho started out as web manga. And uh, they the, uh, yeah, had great success. The, the art is wildly different than like anything we've covered. It looks the closest is is like it's it's a more basic Ghibli is sort of how I would describe yes. the art style. Yes, that... where it's not like as all out as Ghibli, but that's the possibly the closest anime parallel I can make. Yes, uh, like if I show you a picture of like a scan from the manga. Uh, like the web manga specifically, you'll understand immediately. Like it's somebody who definitely has a better grasp on art than say uh, one, the author of One Punch Man. But it's very much it like it very much uh, has a lot of uh, oh god. Like it was the story apparent that got it uh, as popular as it is. So it's like I see why they used random squiggles for the shadow design. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, and like a lot of like the face shapes uh, vary throughout, and like it's it's very much like uh, they saw uh, the manga and saw how popular it was on the web, and they're like, hey, if we pretty this up a bit, uh, I bet it'll be really popular, and uh, you know. That's kind of the route they're going, which is what happened with uh, with one's work. But the bi- the biggest difference there is uh, one is quite a good writer, and it remains to be seen whether or not uh, the creator here, uh, Sosuke Toka, uh, does. I I've, I haven't decided yet whether or not he is the a really bad author or if it's just uh, the nature of how this uh, manga came into existence. I genuinely do not know yet. Uh, but apparently some studios, uh, Studio Wet in particular, thought, hey, if we pretty this up and turn this into an anime, it could be something really quite good and special. Uh, I think it is interesting, and maybe it might be special. It's definitely very different. I mean, I think it's pretty, uh, uh, fantastic that they have a main character who is, uh, deaf, honestly. And a lot of the, uh, sign language is accurate to, uh, actual sign language. Uh... Probably not ASL, probably the Japanese equivalent, but I... Yeah, I, I, I would assume as much. Yeah, uh, like, and I thought, you know, that was a, a very fun... Oh, sorry, I, I misspoke. It's apparently uh, supposed to be 23 episodes, uh, not not thir- uh, not 12 or 13, whatever I said earlier. Uh, so it's definitely got uh, a ways to go, but hey, you know what? Who knows? We just had a lot thrown at us at once. Uh, all kind of smashed together, and in theory, there could be a lot more going for it. Uh, but <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, when I first did the research for this episode, only five episodes had been out at the time. I think there's like eight or nine out at the time of recording, and that I have not seen either. Uh, <laughs> so rigorous research. Well, hey, it's hard to do research on something that doesn't yet exist in my in our country, mate. Uh, and I didn't want to just read the manga all the way through, because, uh, you know, that, that, that would have taken extra time. Uh, but, you know, I think it it's definitely has potential to be more interesting. Uh, whether or not it does or not, that's kind of up to the series. But uh, quite frankly, Rem, uh, quite a few people seem to be enjoying it currently, as is. Well, I, I'm rating it favorably... <laughs> <laughs> Largely because it's unique, mm-hmm. but like only just. Yeah, it it's surprisingly grim as well, isn't it? Yeah, like for such a cutesy cartoony art style, it has some very grim themes. Shit gets fucked. Yeah, like if this had been done in like a realistic art style, or like the uh, monstrous races were like humanoid in particular, uh, it would probably be a seinen. A thing, but no, no, it's it's just a cute little uh, young uh, adult uh, little <laughs> uh, romp into kingship and uh, the complexities of that. Uh, care to take a take a guess at the mal score for this show, Rem? I think it's gonna be like seven point eight. Uh, so this one is gonna be a bit of a weird. Maybe seven point seven five. Okay, yeah, this one's gonna be a bit of a weird one because it is a newer show still. Uh, but it's also based on, it's one of those shows that, based on art style alone, not a lot of people are going to immediately jump into it. Uh, it's kind of... It, it, it's not same old isekai bullshit yeah. anime girl with big titties in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much a, I would call this an odd taxi situation. Uh, well, it probably, it doesn't seem to stand up to odd taxi in my opinion. Uh, it, it's the type of situation where you'd take a look at the cover and be like, ah, that looks like some weird kitty shit. I don't want to, I don't want to watch that. Uh, or it's like, it's not, uh, the 
badass shonen romp I want or the great romantic comedy that I'm looking for. It just looks kind of like, like you said, kind of an off-brand uh, uh, Ghibli movie. Uh, and that has drastically reduced the amount of people that have seen it. Uh, not to mention that it's, as far as I know, it's only streaming on Funimation service, which is, uh, you know, not something that everybody has immediate access to or tries to have access to. Funimation, uh, y'all, your streaming service has some issues. That's that's what I'm going to say here. Uh, but eh, you've been you've gotten better over the past couple of years. But at any rate, it's uh, its mouse score is going to be a bit uh, skewed because it only has uh, 29,000 ratings, which is very, very low uh, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but currently, with those 29,000 ratings, uh, Osama ranking is sitting uh, at a nice and pretty, and quite frankly absurd, 8.85. Holy fuck! Oh my god. Yeah, and that's... Oh my god. That, that's small numbers uh, coming into play. Because, uh, like, a Holy good chunk shit. of the reviews, like, there are there are multiple reviews that give this a 10, which is buck wild, in my opinion. Uh, that people are willing to throw their 10s after only seeing a handful of episodes, because at, at most of these reviews have uh, been dropped after they've seen episode 6, by the looks of things, which is Jesus. buck wild. Like, there's a abnormally amount, a high amount of high-rated reviews on this, which with the small sample size, makes it obscenely high. Which, I don't know, maybe there's something that you and I are missing in the show so far. It's hard to say. Well, and once again, I'm ranking it favorably. I enjoyed it, and I do think that it's, like, wildly different than a lot that is going on. But but also, its storytelling, pacing, and structure are egregious. <laughs> I Like, it's got a lot of neat shit, but Jesus Christ... Can you piece it together a little more coherently, please? Well, maybe the remaining, maybe the remaining, uh, you know, uh, fifteen episodes or so will be exactly what we need to uh, piece everything together. <laughs> maybe, but as, yeah, no, it's while I think this is a wildly curious and interesting show, which is why I wanted to bring it to our attention, but also because of how fucking buck wild it is in terms of everything you've discussed and i just i just had to hear how you felt about it and i just had to and who knows maybe once it's actually all said and done and finished i'll come back and talk with you about it make me have you watch the rest or maybe i'll watch the rest myself and i'll decide it's shit and tell you we don't need to bother you know oh perfect perfect uh but that is that is osama ranking and i guess the final question is rem is there any chance you'd like to watch any more of it with me yeah yeah <laughs> You don't have a gun to your head, Rem. This is a genuine question this time. I mean, I want to see what happens, but also Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you need a drink and a cigarette after this anime because it is fucking <laughs> wild. There's just a lot going on all the time. Well, with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, I have to read the Patreon shoutouts again this time, don't I? Uh, no, no, This I'm prepared. You're prepared? Holy shit. Uh, well, then I'll continue with my spiel. If you enjoyed listening to Rem have a mental breakdown at the idea of grinding and drinking your father, uh, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. 
It means the world to us, and we do read every single one. And if you'd like, you could even uh, tell your friends about us. Uh, word of mouth is one of the best ways to grow. Uh, but if you'd like to be more direct in supporting us, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext. Uh, where myself and Remington occasionally play video games and talk about weird things uh, while we play them. Uh, and lately we've been uh, starting the uh, uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology, which are a bunch of really mediocrely written uh, B-horror movies turned into video games, and uh, we are just having a riot doing them. So come and join us for that. Uh, but if that is not enough and you want to support us even more directly, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to have uh, Dear Remington read your name aloud live on the podcast. Uh, so, Remington, who are we thanking this week? Well, of course, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our uh, magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we reach our uh, our yandere waifus who are massacring all of our shadows. And on that list, <laughs> we have fuck. Alex. Um, insert the classic like computer startup sound uh, of just. Ew, ew, ew. That, uh, read the name Rem, you coward. Also, that's not a B, it's an Ezet. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> cursed, highly cursed. You take a week off um, and already you're fucked up by it. Uh, Xanax, Yandere Echo, you here? We'll send baked goods if you watch Toradora. Oh, fucking baked goods. What kind of baked goods? Don't Fuck listen to the gently. bribery, Rem. Don't fall for the bribery. Vady <laughs> Jordan. Um... Uh, Yuliana, Trevor Stoltz, Totally God, The Susanator, Sticky Jelly, Spark Project Wants and Joey Wheeler, Hey, Yugs, we're gonna watch Thor Thor for Christmas, Happy Holidays! Sorry, Mother, Silent Secondary, Senpai, Ga, Uzai, Kohai, Nohanashi is everything I wished it would be, Sarah Birch, Salty Pretzel, Pretzel, Remington Merrill, Remington Loves, Rias, Left Boob, um, oh god, Ready to Be Sekai'd, Please, Daddy Sean, give us the Torador Christmas episode. Ooh, ooh. Oh, my Christ. Uh, PSA for ADHD can make things hard, like updating a Patreon name, and that's okay. Check out how to ADHD on YouTube. Uh, nope Rope 89 No Waifu, No Laifu, Navi, Mike the Mutilator. Mechanic Weep wants to know which is better, Case IH or John Deere. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not qualified for this discussion. Matthew Drum says Rem's a bitch. Uh, Marky Hughes. Makachop92, Luke Yo, Luke Offenberger, Lucifer, Lonely Geek 23 Locked in Daddy Rum's Basement, Don't Send Help, Kazu Morocco, Casey Mosley, Cassidy, Just a Traveler, Jax, If the Pirates of the Caribbean Breaks Down, the Pirates Don't Eat the Tourists, Ichigo Simp 015, I Want to Hear Remington Suffer and Watch All of School Days, uh, I Remington Enjoy Moe Lolly Girls, I Remington am known as the voice of the people and those people say Toradora, uh, I guess you're on Keter duty, uh, I found your secret satch of het... Secret stash of Hestia taking a bath foil white swords climax cards. Get a better hiding spot, Sean. Hey, it's true. I uh huh. You thought this was another Green Day repeat, but it was me, Dio. Hunter Davies. Hey, Rem, let me tongue punch a fart box. Good job, says Misika. Len Michael Dolan. Uh, girls unpans or when. Uh, ghostly B. She char character ASMR has ruined my life. Gay as fuck, but without the fuck, cause I'm ace. <sighs> <laughs> Fuck of love, Foxen boy. Fur the dude man wants Dylan's smoothie silk voice whispered into his ear this Christmas. Farmer Weeb wants you to change your name to Torador Christmas for a donation to the Tracy Aviary. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Fallen Ghoul. Hey, Yooks, it's not always about the money, Yooks. Dylan, what editing software do you use? Data Type, Darkswim713, Danny Morbido, Creed13, Cody, Shy900, Cheese Monkey, Cage in the House, Brockhard for Geodudes, Ariel Bird, Andrew Rauke, Elise Howard, Alpha Weeb also wants the Torador revisit since my friend hated it when I showed it to him. All All Father Wants for Christmas is a Torador my Christmas Christ. episode. Hello. Uh Adam McLaughlin and hashtag Torador Christmas Sausage Fest. You know? It's a hell of a hashtag. Um, alright, moving on. We get over to Hogwarts where we are doing the Boy Wizard tier. And on the Boy Wizard tier, everybody is going to get a top post of all time from reddit.com slash r slash Harry Potter. Alright? Okay. So you may say the barrel has fallen into the abyss. I, however, say it was made in the abyss. You get, after waiting nearly two months for my missing pizzas, it's finally complete. And the dude, he completed the Hogwarts Lego set. And it's very well done. Um, so that, that Hogwarts Lego set, congrats. That's yours. Uh, warning, you've reached the bottom of the barrel. You get, uh, never thought about that. And it's Harry Potter named all his kids like some nerd who had just finished reading Harry Potter. Uh, God, it's so true. Um, Tony the Great. Um... Good old Frosted Flakes. Uh, you get the number one post of all time. Warwick Davis and his various roles in Harry Potter. And it's a picture of Warwick Davis posing with uh, with models of all the roles he played in Harry Potter. Uh, Sean, I have to admit, I watch Pokemon Peek in my free time and I love it. You are going to get, I made a model of Azkaban. And it's an insanely well done model of Azkaban. Just ridiculously good. Um, uh, Rem's Big Toe. You get, uh, we all know who the favorite child was. And it's Molly... Weasley, uh, j just a meme showing her preference for Harry over Ron. Um, Pocket Gamer 513, you get accidentally bought the Gen Z slash how do you fellow kids dialect version of Philosopher's Stone. Um, so uh, I'll read one line of that. Uh, talking about Mr. Dursley, uh, he was dummy thick with three C's man with hardly any neck. Although he had an absolute unit of a mustache. I hate that. Uh, go. So there you go. That's going to live in my head forever. You. Uh, P.I. Mayor. You are going to get uh, uh, Tom Felton. Tom Felton reacted to my Harry Potter voice challenge on TikTok, and it's a guy doing all of the Harry Potter uh, voices, saying Harry Potter, and Tom Felton being very impressed. Um, <laughs> uh, Pilkster, the Simpo Gear advocate, you get two Harry, two Potter, and it uh, it's the Vin Diesel car meme, but it turns around and it shows that he's in the car with crying little Ron Weasley. Um, at Mizrar, you are going to get uh, a Hogwarts Legacy official reveal trailer. Uh, MT the Poet, you are going to get Weasley is our king. And it's, it's a Tumblr post. Uh, the boy who, say, who stayed at school over Christmas break because his best friend didn't have a home. Real solid fella, that one. Um, what That was MT the Poet? Yep. Right? Yep. Momo the Griff, uh, you get I'm Weezing. And it's, uh, it, it's a meme from... Uh, that, that just shows Harry Potter telling his son, Harry Potter 2, you were named after the bravest man I've ever known. It was me. I'm the chosen one. I killed Voldemort. Good meme. Good meme. Uh, God, I, I wonder if we're going to have to do like a, a Harry Potter meme review as like a bonus episode at some point. That might be oh interesting. Mike wants an Overlord review. Um, you have uh, Am I Lying? And it's a meme talking about Harry Potter's hair in Goblet of Fire being huge. Uh, Miguel Delion, you get... Uh, a bit late, but HPD to my favorite character, Hermione Granger. And it's, it's a really well done picture of her throughout the, the movies in a, an original art piece. Uh, real, real solid shit. 
uh, Justin Kessinger, and here I was going through life thinking Harry is a nerd like me, uh, and it's the Tumblr post talking about how Harry Potter was such a fucking jock. Uh, Inuyasha's my favorite cryptid, supports the Torador takeover. Oh uh, it's Christ. Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's bookshelf quilt, happy with how it turned out, and it's a very well done, uh, bookshelf quilt. Uh, I live in Ogden, yes, that one. You are going to get, uh, nobody scares cares i scored this whole set from a garage sale for twenty dollars and i tried to brag nobody wants to hear it haha so i thought i'd share it here thanks they got all seven books for twenty dollars out of yard. that's a good deal yeah, uh good. i i will continue asking for torador revisit for christmas even if we don't get one including sending multiple weekly emails oh uh good old harassment uh you are going to get uh maybe an unpopular opinion but i think this was the best casting decision the whole series he played him to an immaculate perfection and it's mr dursley um and may rest in peace yeah no he did great uh, I find how to ADHD helpful and inspiring. Uh, and then a uh, building soup. Uh, you are going to get, uh, he calmly asked, and it's the seagull inhales yelling meme with Harry, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Uh, you, 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 most people are familiar with that general meme. Uh, Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You get, um, Helena Bottom Carter's performance as Hermione pretending to be Bellatrix was so convincing that for years I legit thought it was Emma Watson in makeup. Uh, well done solid shit um hi you thought it was dio but it worse it's really bojack and penny's boat scene ah fuck uh that's that's nice and fucked up um uh sean how much of bojack have you seen uh i've seen the first season uh and like two episodes of the second season because dylan was watching and i was like why am i watching this it's just gonna make me sad again (laughs) (laughs) uh you are going to get harry potter a summary uh, and it, it's a capture of chapter four. Ah, yes, of course I haven't told you, said Dumbledore. Um, Gen 8 S-tier, Rilladoof, Virgin Bitagon, Mommy Alcredoof, Vormax Corvidoof, Galarapadoof, also Toradora Xmas Revisit, Lord V. Uh, you are going to get, uh, why Snape hated everybody. Uh, and it's just a list of why he hated, uh, everybody, but it's all related to Lily. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that was his entire character, but yeah. It's true. Beethoven 1201. Uh, you get, uh, this goes through my head every time I watch Goblet of Fire, and it's it's a Twitter post of Harry Potter in the year everyone needed a haircut. Oh, God. Uh, I and everyone's that, hair is just nice and long. Uh, Aaron Hegland, last but not least, you are going to get um, uh, Always with the Sacrificing, and it's a Tumblr post, Harry's Evil Cologne. I'm the real Harry Potter. Shoot him. Harry, the only way to keep the... The everyone safe is to shoot both of us. Hermione aiming at the clone. The real Harry would never pass up an opportunity to unnecessarily sacrifice himself for his friends. Uh, all right, there you go. There's that was, took way more effort than that was worth. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Ren. We'll we'll sit down and do like an anime and Harry Potter meme review, and like all the hit YouTubers of the day. Uh, and that's only ten. I think that's a thing people do. I'm pretty sure that's a thing people do. <laughs> Perfect. I feel Perfect. like we'd be awful right. at it, but I'm sure we could. Let's go hit. to uh the Chef No Musco tier into the White House, where everybody is going to become the king of something. All right. Um. So Tucker Schmidt, you become the king of Sean's Docky Castle. Um, it's Jesus. all yours, bud. He has a, a castle made of dockies, and you are the ruler of it, Tucker. Um, it's I can't all yours. even be the king of my own theoretical castle. Oh, God, no. You are, let's face it, Sean, you're the bogey of, of your own home. <laughs> uh, you're just not fit for it. Uh, Silicon Spectre, you are going to be the the king of of mild inconveniences. You rule over all of them and can uh, 
can bestow these mild inconveniences on whomsoever you may choose. Oh, Jesus. Please don't become a tyrant. Uh, Pope of the Church of Remington Chase, uh, you are going to be the King of Kings. No, not Jesus Christ. Uh, you are Triple H, actually. So, professional wrestler, Triple H. Hashire sori yokaze no yu ni sukimehara wo paduru paduru. God, you butchered that. <laughs> oh, no, but shut the fuck up. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I mean, I, I sang it last week. I thought you would have remembered. You are going to be um, the King of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland, that little fella. So, oh, jeez. Um, the I'm animated or the Tim Burton? Um, animated, because I can't remember what he's like in Tim Burton, and that's probably for the best. Uh, dead. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking dead. Um, uh, my dear old mom, you are going to get... You're going to become the king of the world, but, uh, hopefully not on the Titanic. And, uh, last but not least, paying, for some reason, extra money, and I don't know why, because this is not for a tier... Uh, Dylan Hayden, and you are going to get the king of of Christmas. Christmas itself, it's all yours. You own Christmas. You've dethroned um, Santa. Santa. You've dethroned Santa. Congrats. Well, if you dethrone Santa, you become Santa. So congrats, uh, Dylan. Oh yeah, that is the Santa Claus. Uh, You are the more. You are the new Santa. Uh, thank everyone. If you'd like to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConBot on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love you very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. He's kind of considered the useless prince because, uh, he's kind of... I wouldn't say stupid. I would say stupid. Uh, if a shadow creature tells you to kill your parents, go for it. I I feel similarly in that I eat such a barrage of juicy, nasty shit. Nasty.